Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka Five Minute Major, and welcome to HV Pucks Overtime. I'm proud to say this is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. What separates me from the mainstream is that you do not need a newspaper or a cable TV subscription to access my content. It is 100% free and available on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And by now, you know that one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. I recently had the opportunity to chat with Andrew Rafferty and Stephen Finkel of the St. Thomas Aquinas College Spartans hockey team. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by Andrew Rafferty. He is a senior defenseman for the Stack Spartans. He's also an assistant captain with the team. Raf, thanks for coming on today. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. Happy to be here. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Um, what's your favorite thing about playing hockey at St. Thomas Aquinas? Uh, I just, you know, it's just getting a chance to play college hockey, you know. And the guys are great. The team's great. Coach is great. It's a great atmosphere at school. You know, I tweeted out the other day, um, you know, and I think it's important, and that's one of the reasons why I want to have you on, and I had, you know, some other club teams on, is that kids need to realize when they're getting ready to graduate high school that there are options to play hockey at the collegiate level. You know, there's a ton of club teams out there. It's good hockey. It's competitive hockey. So I like everything that you just said, a chance to keep playing a game that I'm sure you grew up loving. Can uh, can you describe your squad in five words or less? Well, I definitely said they're just an interesting group of guys. You know, each one brings you know their own thing to the table, whether it on the ice, off the ice. It's just fun to be around them. It's like a family. I can imagine. I see you guys sometimes warming up in the parking lot, and I'm I'm pretty friendly with you know some of your teammates, Sean Benson, Petey Giannatempo. Uh, Giancarlo DiLorenzo was actually a former student of mine um, at Suffern, so I know some of the guys pretty well. And I can imagine it is like a family, like a brotherhood, you know, like a fraternity-type atmosphere, so that's great. This is supposed to be the time of your life, Raph, you know, making memories, getting an education, playing the game that you love. Um, I don't want you to give away any state secrets, but what's your go-to pregame meal? Uh, usually it's... It's maybe some pasta the night before and then really nothing until after the game. Okay. I just I can't eat anything before. I got you. So where is there like a go-to spot for the stack guys after the game? Is there a place where you congregate or, you know, like a little routine or a ritual for after the game? Um, not, not yet, but we're hoping to get something going. All right. Well, I'm going to give a plug to the place. It's close to stack. It's called Bailey Smokehouse. It's right off 303. In, um, I want to say it's Bl- Blauvelt. 
Uh, it's an Irish pub. They put a smoker in uh, maybe 10 years ago, and they have phenomenal, phenomenal barbecue, pizzas, burgers, wings. They got a bunch of TVs in there if you want to catch a game. So maybe Bailey's Smokehouse can become the uh, official post-game you know, spot for the Spartans. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your pre-game routine? You know, what do you do in terms of getting ready, getting yourself ready for the game? Uh, well, usually, you know, it's for me, it starts pretty much when I get to the rink. Um, just get everything ready. I wait for everybody to get there, and then we uh, we get a good stretch in, and then it's just focus on the game. Okay, you know, what I got to do. Absolutely. Who would you say now? I know you know Stack is kind of a growing program, but in your opinion, Raph, who is your biggest rival? within your uh, conference? Um, I'd have to say probably Hofstra. Okay. I think we, uh, you know, we've been going at it past two years, and it's just it's grown into something that's both fun and competitive. Yeah, I would agree. I happened to be at your game last year when uh, a little bit of old-time hockey broke out towards the end of the game. We're not going to get too into that, but I could definitely see how Hofstra – and Stack have a, uh, a growing rivalry. Um, what's one thing? I know you guys are going out to a tournament next weekend in Pennsylvania, I believe. What's what's one thing Raf absolutely needs to bring with him on a team road trip? Oh, uh, that's headphones. You know, just got to get away from it all, especially um, fellow teammate Pat Burns. Can't listen to him the entire trip. <laughs> so Burns, he's a talker. He likes to go on and on with his stories and everything. Yeah, what a guy. <laughs> um, so I guess this is kind of, you know, a follow-up question. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the tournament that you're going to out in Pennsylvania? It's a, um, I believe it's the East Coast Showdown. Yep. Okay. Um, and it's just, you know, it's good to get competition from other areas besides our local, uh, you know, what we usually play. Sure. So it's a nice, it's good bonding for the team, you know. We're usually in each other's rooms till late and just hanging out. Right, right. Yeah, I played uh, I played lacrosse when I was in uh, middle school, and then I played a little bit of football in high school. So I definitely know that you know the again the locker room and the trips on the bus. Again, these are things that you know uh, lifelong memories are made. Uh, in your opinion, Raph, and you can nominate yourself if you want. Who's the best dressed player on the Spartans? I would hope it's me. I mean, I try really hard to be, you know, wearing some fun, funky outfits, you know, to the games and stuff. Nice, nice. So it's safe to say, because you're a defenseman too, is it safe to say you're like the P.K. Subban as far as you're like your, you know, attire? I'd like to look at myself like that. Perfect, perfect. Uh, who has the best flow? That would be uh, Matt Brianti. Oh, yeah. Kid's uh, got a great head of hair. He does, he does. Um, best Selly. Best Sally is definitely Pat Burns. Okay. I mean, while we're at practice, other guys are working on their stick handling and their shooting. He's over there working on his sellies. Nice, nice. Stick taps out to uh, Burnsy. <laughs> uh, do you have an embarrassing on-ice moment that you can share with us? I do. Um, it was, uh, I believe, two years ago um, during the alumni game, and uh, <laughs> I got the puck at the point, and I wound up, and I just whiffed. Oof. And there's a beautiful picture of me with a great follow-through, but the puck is just sitting in my feet. Oh, I love it. And it's preserved it's, it's preserved for all eternity. 
Oh, definitely. I'm sure it's going to be hanging up in Coach Schuster's office at some point, <laughs> if it's not already. Um, you kind of touched on this with some of your previous answers, uh, Raph, but uh, what's one thing you want people to know about stack hockey? I would like people to know that, you know, we're ready. You know, we want to win, and we're going to do whatever it takes to win. Okay, I like that answer. Um, do you have a favorite sport to play besides hockey? Um, not really. I mean, I like to occasionally dabble in soccer, but okay. other than that, I don't really play anything. Okay. Uh, two more questions, and I'm actually going to throw something else at you, but I, I, you know, we talked about it a little bit before we started recording. Do you have a favorite professional hockey player, past or present? Uh, that would be Marty St. Louis. Nice. Just loved him growing up and everything he's done. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, you know, I was a little skeptical at first when they traded Callahan for St. Louis, but, you know, he brought us, you know, as close as I think we were going to get uh, with that team. And again, for a, a smaller player, he certainly didn't let his size define who he was. And um, yeah, so I think that's definitely a great choice. Uh, favorite professional hockey team? Unfortunately, I'd have to say that's the Rangers, who uh, aren't looking so good right now. No, you know what? But I was telling, I was talking to somebody at the grocery store today, and you know, if they're going to lose but play hard and stick up for each other and grow and develop as a team, I'm okay with it because I shared season tickets from 1998 till 2004 when they missed the playoffs every year, and they were bringing in this guy and that guy, most of them on the back end of their careers. And uh, so I really like some of the young players that we've gotten, you know, Hedl, Howden, um, you know, Buchnevich. I like the fact that, you know, Quinn, like, you know, he benched Shattenkirk for a game. You know, it doesn't matter if you're the $6 million player. Um, so I think he's going to hold the guys accountable. Um, so again, I-, I think definitely there are brighter days ahead for our blue shirt fans because I'm a Ranger fan too. But I think we're going to have to go through a couple of years of uh, – of what we've been seeing so far. Um, last question for you, uh, Raf, and uh, we touched on this a little bit before we started recording. I know you played uh, your high school hockey for Gary Dworkowitz at North Rockland. Can you just talk a little bit about, you know, watching that team last year and what that run kind of maybe meant to you as an alumni? Uh, it was, it was great watching them going where they went. I mean, my, my senior year ended early the playoffs right. and it was a terrible feeling because I felt like we could have went on so seeing them go past where we were it's just it's great yeah I mean <laughs> I was fortunate enough to be at Brewster when uh the section title was won as a matter of fact I wore my North Rockland hat to uh work the other day and suffer and that didn't go over too well but uh um I thought the fans were gonna you know knock the the glass over because that's how ecstatic there there was just such an electricity electricity and energy in the in the building and when I talked to coach Dworkowitz, he couldn't even describe what it meant but uh, I think that says it all so Raf I really do appreciate you taking the time out to chat with me I've been talking to senior defenseman and assistant captain Andrew Rafferty uh, from the Stack Spartans hockey team uh, this is your boy Trav and you're listening to HV Pucks Overtime thanks Raf thanks for having me my pleasure take care
Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Trav, aka 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by Stephen Finkel. He is a member of the Stack Spartans hockey team. He's affectionately referred to as Fink. Fink, thanks so much for taking the time out on a Sunday to uh, chat with me. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Let's jump right into, uh, actually, sophomore sophomore transfer, uh, left winger. Um, favorite thing about playing hockey at Stack? Uh, favorite thing's got to be, uh, you know, having the on-ice and off-ice time with the boys. We try and uh, do little, th- little things off the ice, team building. We've we've done a lot, and, you know, I, I really like just the off-ice camaraderie that we have. And even on-ice, I mean, boys are always talking. We're always, you know, uh, trying to do things together, get better as a group, as a unit. So that, that's what I really like about it so far. Yeah, I like that. I talked to Raf a little while ago, and he said a lot of the same things as far as the camaraderie, the brotherhood. You know, it feels like a family. You know, I follow you guys pretty closely on social media. I know you did a mystery room type thing before the season started. And, you know, again, I know Benson. I know John Atempo. Um, Giancarlo DiLorenzo is actually a former student of mine. So, you know, I know that you've got a pretty good group there. And again, this is you're in college. You're playing a game that you love. This is supposed to be the time of your life. So I love, you know, hearing everything that you just talked about. Can you describe stack hockey in five words or less? Competitive, love, brotherhood, fast, and teamwork. Yeah, I like that. I have to tell you, I saw you guys mix it up against Marist, and I saw you uh, play Columbia. And regardless of what the score is, you guys never quit. So uh, I definitely agree with your assessment. Uh, I don't want you to give away too many state secrets here, Fink, but what's your go-to pregame meal? The go-to meal's got to be a uh, grilled chicken Caesar salad about four or five hours before the game. You know, something light. I hate eating greasy food before a game. It kind of slows me down. So a light, light snack, I call it. So that that's my go-to pregame meal. Perfect. And it seems to be working for you. Um, again, not to give away too much to the opponents, but what's your pregame routine? How do you get yourself ready for the game? So... My, my pregame routine starts 48 hours before every game. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm making sure I'm eating good, getting enough sleep, drinking plenty of fluids. And then come game day, I try and wake up, you know, early, 8 a.m., 9 a.m. for a 7 o'clock game. I normally hit the bike for 30 minutes. Um, then, then I'll be talking to teammates about, especially my line mates with Carter and, you know, D'Lo, DiLorenzo. Yeah. Uh, we, we try and talk and say, hey, you know, if, if I'm swinging, I'll yell chip. You know, we're, we're always trying to talk to each other off the ice this way. We have that competitive edge and we know we're, we're chipping the puck or keeping our heads up for each other. And then about four hours before game time, I like, you know, like I said, that grilled chicken Caesar salad. Mm. Nice. I, nice. Co- coach likes us getting there two hours before the game. But right. coming from playing juniors and uh, my hockey background, I've always gotten to the rink three hours before the game. That's just something I do. And I do my own little warm-up before the team gets there. Then two hours before game time, that's when the team starts there. We start our team routine. See, I think it's it's critical. And if you wouldn't mind just talking a little bit about your junior experience, because I think that that sets the tone 
possibly for your teammates. They're going to follow suit. Uh, can you talk to us just a little bit about your, uh, you know, previous experience at the junior level? Yeah, absolutely. So when I was 17, uh, I graduated from Mork Valley High School, right in Orange County. So yep. I'm kind of local to stack in a sense. Sure. Uh, one county right over. So I, I got picked up. I wasn't drafted anywhere. I was going out to school in Wilk, uh, Scranton, PA at Marywood University. And uh, one, one of my buddies knew I played tennis, uh, played hockey. And he goes, this team's looking for uh, you know fourth liner who could scrap a little bit. So I played in the NA3 EHL with uh, the Wilkes-Barre Miners. And I played for them for two years. And then I actually stopped for about, I don't know, six months. Came summertime, I gained about, I don't know, 55 pounds. I was weighing in at 315. And mm. I wanted to play my last year out. Right. So I reached out to the Skyland Junior Kings out of Vernon, New Jersey. Sure. And in my contract, I needed to lose 30 pounds. I did that. Nice. And Nice. So, you know, that was the closest group I've ever played for was last year. We had two guys signed pro, one over in Norway, one in Scotland. Awesome. Uh, so with my junior experience, it brings a lot to the table. Just uh, it it's a big transition for me going from juniors to college. Right. So I've taken a lot of things that – I've learned throughout my junior experience and I'm trying to bestow it on the younger guys because I'm 21. I'm one of the older guys on the team and I, I play, I play, I coach and I ref. So I have three aspects of the game. And so with my junior experience, it's really what, what it boils down to. The, the thing that I most certainly learned at the junior level is communication and I know Stacks had an issue with it a little bit last year, and so I'm always talking to the guys on on the ice, especially because we gotta let each other know, hey, there's a guy coming in low there, and if someone messes up, you you can't just snap at them. You gotta go, hey man, next time take it wide, chip it high off the glass. You could beat those two defenders. You gotta say it in a positive way, not kind of snap at a guy. Hey, I love everything that I'm hearing, um, Fink, and I know that you definitely know the game because you and I sat next to each other for a little while up at uh, McCann Ice Arena in Poughkeepsie, and I could even hear you from up there yelling at the guys what to look for. You know, you're almost like that player coach. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I know that it's your first year with Stack, and, and they're still kind of growing the program, but in your opinion, have you developed a rivalry with any other school at this point? Absolutely. Hofstra. Hmm. I mean, I, I, I have some friends on Fordham. I have some friends on ESU, but playing Hofstra this uh, past Friday, yep. they're, they're a hard-grinding team. Yep. Uh, I like the way that they, they play, and obviously, you know, us with some guys out, we have 11 skaters against them that game, and for us to come out of that game, you know, we lost 3-2, but... That was the first game with, with the boys that I could say that every single guy gave their heart and soul into that game. Hmm. And that that's what kind of turned the page for me. I was like, you know what? I, I really think Hofstra is going to be our rivalry this year. There was a lot of big hitting. There Nothing dirty after the after the whistle, right. which, which is a good hockey game. And, you know, 
a few a few mistakes and you know a few bounces our way that that game's ours so yeah Oh yeah, you gotta look back on it. You gotta learn from it and turn the page to our next game. Yeah, I have to tell you, I know I watched Stack and Hofstra mix it up last year, and and at the end of the game, it got really ugly last year. So I'm glad that that wasn't the case this year. And again, you definitely made it interesting towards the end of the game. And like you said, puck bounces a couple of you know a couple of different ways. I never played the game. Think I'll be honest with you, I can't even skate, but. I watch, en- I watch enough hockey to know that it's a game of mistakes and inches. And again, a lucky bounce here, lucky bounce there. It's a different story. Um, so again, you can you can take this these next couple of questions from your stack experience or certainly from your junior experience. Toughest rink to play in? Uh, you know, like, so I, I really haven't gotten a feel for away games. We've only played one, and that's Fordham. Right. So for me, um, Fordham's my only experience. They had a good good crowd. Yeah. So from my junior experience last year, I would say Binghamton, uh, New York against the Binghamton Junior Senators. Okay. Uh, just because those guys have microphones and they're screaming at you, I, I got a five-minute penalty, and all of a sudden I have you know, 15, 25 guys screaming my name. They make signs. I mean – they're pretty crazy. They get about, you know, 500 fans a game. Wow. So the atmosphere there is insane, uh, especially if you're the home team. Right. So right. That, that was a big uh, big adjustment last year that we had to make as a team and, you know, kind of stay out of that stuff and, you know, not, not talk back to the fans and just keep your head in the game and worry about what's going on the ice and not about what's going on off the ice in the stands. Yeah. You know, it's funny you bring up that rink up because my cousin played for the Rochester Junior Americans a number of years okay. ago. And this was during one of the NHL lockouts, so I was jonesing for hockey. So I actually drove up to Binghamton. And I love the fact that that rink had a bar at one end. They served hot wings. So I was, like, taking all that in. I wasn't so much watching the game because I don't even think my cousin played. I don't think he was eligible for or he might have yeah. been hurt or something. But, yeah, I mean, I can only imagine. Uh, I was up at Marist last night, and there was some good chirping going on. Um, you know, yeah, well, Marist, I got an opportunity to play against that school. And, you know, one of my teammates from last year who I played juniors with, on that team so nice. you know after after the game we shook hands and we we haven't seen each other since we you know left and he was actually uh in the stall right next to me last year so we had some fun on the ice when uh when i had to cover him up on the blue line you know always chirping back and forth at each other sure. and that atmosphere was great because they're they're a very good program uh and they do a great job with recruiting yep. and even even their stands were full with student student body, which I love. I love the school spirit, and you know, stacks. We we've had a few games, two or three home games now, where you know we we've had a good showing, and I, I love that aspect of it. Yeah, absolutely. Sportoramas. I grew up going to that barn, watching my friends play for the Mounties, and in my opinion, there's no better place to watch a high school game. Um, you guys are heading out to Pennsylvania, and again, think you could take this from your stack time or certainly your junior time. What's one thing you absolutely need to bring with you on the road trip? Oof, that that's tough. Uh, you know, there there's obviously you need a stick and bag and all your equipment. That that's right. pretty much important. Right. You know, uh, you know, extracurriculars. I I always enjoy you know having a foam roller necessary. Uh, my beat headphones. Uh, 
you know, a tracksuit, obviously. Uh, just, just little things you can't forget. But one thing that I, I will always and never forget because I left, I left my towel back at uh, my junior rink last year. Hmm. So whenever I went on the road, I bring two or three towels now because I'm not, I'm not one. I need to shower after every game. Right. And if you can't, if you don't have a towel, I'm not using another guy's towel. That's right. just me. It's wet. It's, it's just not a good situation. So a towel is definitely a must. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, Cause you don't, again, you don't want to break up that routine. I know hockey players tend to be superstitious as well. So bring two yeah, or three I, towels. I have a lot of, I have a lot of superstition. So I'm just one of those guys. I got to tape my stick a certain way. Um, even the grip tape, like on, uh, I have a 75 flex and an 85 flex on my 85 flex. I use that on the power play and the grip tape actually goes down almost halfway through the stick. This way I know that that's the 85 flex. Right. You got to grab the right, you got to grab the right tool for the job. Hey, um, or or I just feel off, you know, it's a weird feeling and hockey players were, were weird and a little messed up, but you just gotta keep going, even even when a superstition you know falls through. You know maybe maybe the the restaurant that I get my grilled chicken Caesar salad they don't have grilled chicken, and it, it messes with you a little bit. But yeah. you gotta move past in, you know, get on the ice and just do your thing. Absolutely. Hey, uh, you could take this again from your junior days. Favorite tournament to play in? Oof. So uh, I know at Stack we do a tournament. Um, down in Pennsylvania. Yeah, you guys are going out. That, you're going yeah, out there November. next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I haven't experienced that obviously with uh, with Stack, but my three years of juniors, uh, we my first year we went out to Blaine. My second year we were in Chicago, and then last year I was in Blaine, uh, Minnesota, and that was for the NA3HL showcase. Which was honestly just last year, since it was the closest group we've ever played for. I mean, I I'm actually building one of my teammates from last year at my house. Oh, nice! Um, you're giving so, you're giving you know, back. I, I, you're you're giving back. And and I, I like the, these guys were my brothers last year because with juniors it's a little different. You're on the ice every day, ten to noon. Then you're working out one to two, and then you have that team practice three to five. So you're 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 on the ice quite a lot together, and you're always you're always either eating lunch with someone, you're always going out to dinner with the boys, and so Blaine for me has probably been the best because yeah, we take it serious. Obviously, it's junior hockey; it counts towards your playoff um, contentions, but also the coaches know you're there to have a good time take it all in and the fans out there there had to be 1500 fans a game which which isn't the biggest crowd because we went out uh and played the la nordiques last year and they have a old semi-pro stadium and they have about six sixty five hundred fans so that that was an atmosphere um but it, it, it's cool in a showcase to kind of have that many fans there. And obviously Minnesota is one of the biggest places for hockey. I mean, right. the place that we played at had eight rinks and uh, the, the hotel was fun. You know, guys bring their PlayStation, Xbox, you play a little chill in between games, get that competition factor into it. 
So that that was fun. We we all flew on the same plane, which which I thought was awesome. Our coach uh, handled all the travel arrangements so that we could you know fly together. We we catch a bus from the airport to the hotel together. So it it was it was an experience that I want to kind of help build on Stacks resume is when we travel obviously we're there for games we're, we're there to work and that's our payday right and but at the same time the coaches know that you know let let the boys have a little fun let us go off do our thing don't you know we we had some mandatory things we had to do like we went to mall america together as a team we had a team pregame meal there and so that experience was awesome. You know, you, you get to know guys when you go when you go on road trips, especially. You get to know guys a little bit better, and that's why I'm looking forward to finally going on the road to ESU. Uh, coach, uh, we actually got coach bus for that one. Nice. So that that camaraderie factor is going to grow even closer after that ESU game, which I'm really looking forward to. You know, you do rookie idol, all the rookies get up there. He's saying <laughs> just just little things to. Yeah kind of like get the ride going sure and it it's a lot of fun i i mean you you bring so much to the to the table you know your junior experience the way you view the game you're you know working as an official too so you're definitely bringing all the right components to stack in your opinion fink and you can even nominate yourself who's the best dressed player oh man i mean i i have some good jerry garcia ties <laughs> nice. um, so uh, I I would say Sean Benson. I mean okay. that 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 kid could wear a nice shirt and tie. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a little bit on the uh, chubbier side, so you know maybe maybe a slim fit it, it doesn't look good on me. Right. But on him, you know that that shirt and tie and the shoes he wears, I, I have to say are definitely grade A, 100% great. Nice, nice. Who has the best flow? Dougie Harrison. I mean, he's got a little bit of a mullet going, which nice. I love. Yeah. Uh, it, it kind of flows still a little bit. So, right. you know, hopefully he keeps growing it out. And I, I got to say that Dougie definitely has the best flow. Awesome. Who has the best celly? Uh, oh, man. Well, in the games, I would say right now, Sean Benson, I mean, uh, he scored to make it 3-2 with about two minutes left. And yeah, yeah, I would he agree. He pulled an arrow out, yep. pulled an arrow out and shot it, which, you know, that that's great. But I'd say in practice, it's me. I just haven't scored in the game yet, so I can't say me. Right. But so I'm looking forward to that chance because I, I have a lot just from juniors that, you know, a lot of the guys who I played with last year, they came out to every home game, which I really appreciate. Nice. So, my celly's with them. Once I score, I want to just like back in the old days with my old teammates. I love it. I hope I'm. I'm hope I'm there when you score, so I can see your celly. Hey, uh, I'm sure you have a ton of these too, Fink. But just give me one of your most embarrassing on ice moments. I would say last year in Blaine, Minnesota. So I'm a jokester. I'm a prankster. You know, I always hit guys. Uh, you know, skates with clear clear tape, and I, I was always the mess around guy, but then get serious towards game. Like, I got to laugh before a game. I'm not one of those guys who's all like, you know, all right, let's do this, this, this. 
I, you got to laugh. You got to lighten the mood. You know, you want to be comfortable. You don't want to be stuck up. You don't want to be all, you know, just, just play the game. And so last year I taped my, my three sticks. We're in Blaine and all of a sudden I'm going out. I realized I didn't even tape them. And to make it even worse, someone put clear tape on my skate. Oh no. So I go out. I, I and they and they let me leave it right which was and I'm like what, what is this all right whatever so I go out and I'm just I kept falling and falling uh, and um, like the fourth time I look at my skate and I'm like oh they got me yeah and that was our second game and we were playing the Louisiana drillers I'll never forget and we're going out there for warm-ups that was just really embarrassing because that game had the most scouts. So oh, no college and so uh, you know the one <laughs> once you fall like three or four times. Right. And and they didn't follow me. They right. they did the old like rookie rookie type thing. Sure. Which, you know, I got a few guys back for that, but Right. Oh I'm sure that, you did. Was, I'm sure you did. That was one hundred percent probably the most embarrassing. Just just because of the amount of fans that were there and scouts. Wow. Hey, that I could listen to you talk hockey all day, Fink. I love this. Um, do you have a favorite sport to play besides hockey? It's got to be either uh, golf or tennis. I was a, I played tennis at Warwick High School for four years. Four nice. years, Larcy. Nice. Uh, it, it was funny how it actually happened. Me and a buddy were like, we got to stay in shape in the off season. We went down there, tried out. Didn't even have rackets. Showed up in shorts and t-shirt. Made first doubles varsity. Played that all the way through high school, and I actually played uh, my freshman year at Marywood. I played in the winter for their Division Three team. Wow! But but then I ended up doing hockey, so I kind of quit that and played juniors. Right. So I'd say tennis or golf. Nice. But golf, I like more. I, I play in a men's league with actually my old junior coach from last year, uh, Pat Scholes. So it's good. I, I like both sports a lot. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, three more questions. What's one thing you want people to know about stack hockey? So stack hockey, obviously we're in our rebuilding phase a little bit. Um, that that's one of the main reasons why, uh, I, I chose this program because I, I know a lot of the junior coaches and junior leagues where I could help, uh, coach Schuster, coach Fasulo, Coach Jennings and all our volunteers too to help recruit. And our recruitment classes are growing as we speak. And we're, um, I mean, I don't want to skip this year, but next year we're definitely going to have some great recruits coming in. And um, that that's one thing I want people to know is that stack hockey, we're, we're 100% going to come back and, Definitely this year. I mean, you, you could see it in the way we've handled ourselves on the ice against teams that we, I mean, with 11 skaters, a 3-2 game against a 26-man roster. Right. You can't, you can't ask for more heart, blood, sweat, and tears into that game. So I, I would say our recruitment is one of the biggest things that is changing, and it's changing for the better. Nice. And that that's what I want to get out there is – definitely 100% is our recruiting is getting a lot better. Awesome. And Coach Schuster has everything to do with that. I mean, he juggles 
three jobs on top of our hockey and that that's very commendable and he loves the sport so much and it's it's difficult sometimes to get to games so i've been helping him out a little bit and telling him uh you know this guy looked good last year and so our recruitment classes are going to be very very good and we're we're going to get to a point where a lot of junior guys are going to come in and you know some guys might be fighting for spots so it's a good thing because then they'll even add to our competition level awesome i love it i love it the future is definitely bright two more questions for you fink favorite professional hockey player past or present um so i wear i i've worn 16 since i was a mite unfortunately bernsey has 16 so the reason why i wore 16 was sean avery oh sure <laughs> uh sean avery who was you know Rangers guy. I grew up watching the Rangers. I'm a huge Rangers fan. And so my last year I was doing a school project and I commented on his Instagram post. I said, we had to write a paper on our hero. And I always looked up to Sean. So, you know, I jokingly said, you know, uh, would I be able to interview you for this project? So he actually messaged me. I ended up going down to his apartment I sat there, I met him and his wife. We 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 had dinner together. We ended up, you know, doing a great interview and we still talk today. So it was kinda cool to reach out to him and him accept the fact that he still has fans and he sent me his book and signed it for me. So he he's really helped me out, especially in uh, my broadcast career. He's gotten me in here and there with the Rangers and you know, he, as much as uh, pain he might be on the ice, off the ice, he's one of the coolest guys I think I've ever met. And he, he he's a true friend, and, and he, he really brought me a little bit under his wing and gave me some tips here and there. And it, it's kind of cool to have your, the guy you looked up to on the ice kind of be your friend off the ice. I have to tell you, Fink, I thought I had the coolest Sean Avery story, but you blew me away. So real quick, last year I'm heading into the city on New Jersey Transit to watch the Rangers play the Golden Knights, and I had a copy of Ice Capades. I'm reading it on the, the train. I just tweeted out, hey, Sean, I'm reading your book. I'll be in the city. It would be great if you signed it for me. Halfway through the game, he DMs me, very similar to what you're saying, with uh, an address. I met him outside of his apartment. I didn't get invited in, but uh, he chatted with me for a bit. He personalized my book, and my buddy didn't believe that I was going to meet Sean Avery. Uh, so Sean left him a very colorful voicemail message. Let's just leave it that way. So uh, That's funny. Yeah. So, so again, it's great to hear that even though he had that on-ice persona of being you know, a, you know, a tough SOB, you know, certainly off the ice, he uh, was cool and, and took, you know, 10, 15 minutes out to spend time, certainly with a fan, which I am, and certainly spent a lot more time with you and continues to still help you to this day. I think that's awesome. It, it, it's really cool to see players give back. I mean, you, you see it all the time. I mean, e even as junior players and now college, we we do uh, try rangers for free. We, we do a lot of community work, especially in juniors, because you want to promote your program. Like, I remember last year we wore jerseys, we went to schools, and you know what? I, I love giving back. I love I love coaching. I love just seeing the smiles on little, little kids' faces of just 
looking up to you. I mean, especially at the junior level where you, you have kids come and pay and their parents pay for your games and you, you see them during warmups with signs and it, it does put a smile on your face. I, I have to tell you, Fink, I could, and I said this earlier, I could talk to you about hockey all day. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to have to have you back on uh, as a special guest correspondent. Um, give me a little bit more insight into your, your experience, you know, certainly at the junior level. And uh, we're almost at the 29-minute mark at this point. So you and I have been talking longer than Coach Schuster and I spoke and longer than Raf and I spoke combined. So stick taps out to you, my friend. I've been chatting with Stephen Finkel, a.k.a. Fink. He is a sophomore uh, forward left winger for the Stack College uh, Spartans. Uh, and he's spent some time, more than just some time with me uh, on the phone today talking all things hockey. Fink, thank you so much for taking the time out. Um, good luck this weekend. Safe travels out to the tournament. And uh, I will see you at Sportorama when Fordham comes to uh, your barn on the, uh, I want to say it's the 26th. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. All right, my pleasure. Listen, this is your boy Trav, and you're listening to HV Pucks Overtime. Uh, hello there, uh, this is uh, Happy Gilmore, and uh, you're listening to the HV Pucks Podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Now back to the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode of HV Pucks Overtime. And if there are any topics you'd like me to address on the show, please tweet me at TravJack71 as I do this podcast for you. You can also find me on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major. This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5 Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink. <laughs>